Hey, folks, this is David of Pose in the Matrix. Look who I've got next to me <laughs> over there. <laughs> hey, I got Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey, everybody. It's good to be back. I've missed uh, doing the show with you, Dave, and missed miss the audience, too, with all this stuff going on out there. It's wow. Yeah, we've missed you, too, man, a whole bunch of so. stuff. Thanks. Yeah, I was uh, just talking, well, last night's show wasn't going to air because of problems that I had, but um, <clears throat> um, it's um, it's it's good to have you back. I was saying in, in that show um, that nobody will hear <laughs> that, uh, you know, we, we missed you and that, uh, you know, you're planning on coming back in September and everything. And <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, so anyway, then boom, the next day, you know, hey, let's do a show. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, right on. So uh, we're going to talk tonight, folks, about uh, this whole, it's like a coming out of uh, people now that uh, some who who supported the, the kill shot. And uh, now there's, oh, yeah, yeah well, it's, it's dangerous. Don't take it. It's dangerous. And um, we're going to talk about that, how they're going to throw, try to throw Trump under the bus and, and, and other things, okay? So, and uh, if, you, if you know uh, Mr. Fauci, uh, tell him to give up his passport. Actually, if you know people that might arrest him in December, uh, tell them to get his passport before he uh, flees the country. I think he's going to try to do that. <laughs> so, Brian, you know, come on, fill us in. What's going on? Well, I don't know. It's good to be back. A lot's happened. Uh, you've been doing really good on the shows. You've put out a lot of shows in the last month or so, mm-hmm. um, and they're really good. So, Thank you. Um, I don't know. It just I – w- I mean, we've been ahead of the curve for two and a half years. Right. And, and, and a lot of us and the audience and a lot of people out there, and now it's going mainstream. I was watching Tucker last night. That's why – was it last night? I think it was. And it just dawned on me, like, everything Tucker's saying, we've been saying for two, over two years about the shot and about, you know, mm-hmm. people getting COVID, even though they're vaccinated and they're spreading it to the unvaccinated, shedding and all this stuff. Right. And I thought, we need to do a show on this because um, there's a lot of stuff out there about the vaccines, about COVID. But now this is the post-COVID, the supposed conspiracy theory of the right-wing extremists, us, Right. That said that the shots were deadly, were going to kill people. They were trying to do mass extinction of the of the masses. We were just thought as crazy. Mm-hmm. And now they're coming to find out, if you watch not just Tucker, but it's all over the Internet, that the left is backpedaling now. Biden now, Biden is in the, his regime is doing everything they can to take Trump down. Right. And now he's using the very vaccine that Biden's been pushing for 18 months and and uh, blaming all the side effects on Trump. Now, Trump is the architect of it. He, he got it going. But when he left office, and I remember him saying this several times, you t- you're, it's voluntary to take the vaccine. Right. I don't think Trump knew. Um, he was trusting people. That were in the deep state. Fauci, um, the what was the woman with the scarf? She wore the scarf all the time when she spoke. Yeah, I don't I called, remember her name. Yeah, I, I yeah, know who you're talking about. I, I call about. her the scarf lady. You uh, know, these people basically, well, they basically, they totally lied to Trump. 
Um, right. He's the president. He's responsible. But um, the vaccines were were kill shots. Mm-hmm. But Biden's been in the office a year and a half. He totally knows what's going on. They know that these shots were no good. Right. And they and if he doesn't know, his cabinet below, below him knows. Fauci sure does know. Mm-hmm. And now they're coming out to blame this all on Trump because they see a huge wave, a red wave in the fall, which is two months away. Right. So, there. I mean, Tucker last night articulated it awesome. He was he did a great job on explaining it. And myocarditis, I think, is up. I can't remember what the numbers are, but the you have a fifty percent chance more of dying from COVID than you do. When you when you take the shot, that's I think what he said last night. Uh-huh. So if you're unvaccinated, you have a 50 percent less chance of getting COVID and dying from it than if you take the shot. Right. And then it, then it goes up from there. If you mm-hmm. got the booster shot, the third booster shot, and the fourth, and the it's like Rocky six, Rocky eighteen, Rocky twenty two. I feel like it just keeps going. Exactly. So, yeah. And 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 now um, and you know all this, and a lot of the audience does, but I thought it'd be good to recap that there's mass extinctions of human beings being killed all over the world as we speak. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like it because we don't see bodies on the street. Well, uh, what was it? I think you might have done a show on this. We talked about this, that, oh, you sent me that article. I read that, that article that was written 20 years ago or 25 years ago about what's happening now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That uh, by, by the year 2025, which is two and a half years from now, that basically 250 million Americans will be will be dead in the next right. two and a half years, uh-huh. and so things are going to have to accelerate for that to happen. But putting that number aside, deaths of COVID have gone up to almost a thousand percent, nine hundred percent. And the more shots you have, the more chance you are have contact contracting. Uh, it's not even COVID. I don't know what it is. It's not COVID. Mm-hmm. I, there's I'm not, a, I'm not a doctor, but COVID what? It's not COVID. It's pretty no. just basically the population was poisoned. Yeah. They were exactly. they were poisoned. And mm-hmm. and it's not, I don't even want to call it a virus. I call it the, the death jab, um, biological warfare experiment on the American public. Right. There you go. On uh-huh. the world. Biological. Actually, it wasn't just an experiment. It was done deliberately mm-hmm. because they want to kill us, because they want to bring in this new world order. Mm-hmm. And if anybody's watching or listening and you think I'm crazy, I I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm not crazy. We're not crazy that the things happening are happening so fast right now that it's hard to keep up, Dave. Um, Yeah, it is. I mean, uh, Tucker, I think, mentioned yes last night that um, a guy who – Won a bike race. He's 37 years old. Won this famous bike. wasn't the Tour de France, but uh, some famous bike race. He was 37. He won it. And the next day, he just drops dead. Yeah. And he's 30, 37. Uh-huh. And, like, Tucker made the comment. And he goes, it's not like he was obese and had, you know, core morbidities. He was a, right. he was a super athlete, a world-class athlete. He just drops over. And he kind of goes, well, was it the vaccine? He goes, well, I would normally say no, but. Then he talked about another person who was an athlete, 50 years old, um, mm-hmm. just dropped dead. So 
I guess what I'm saying is the Lord is about to return. The Lord right. is about to return. Things are getting really bad out there, Dave. It's getting really, really weird. And now this whole COVID scamdemic, just basic lie, they lied to us, is all coming out. The Democrats are trying to save face. They're trying to save Biden. Even though they don't want to save him, they have to because they don't save him. They go under, too. Right. And and they're trying to save a huge red wave, so they're blaming us all on Trump. Yeah, Trump is the architect, but more people died in 2021 and 2022 so far than in 2020 when the pandemic started. Right. So more people have died from the vaccines and had adverse reactions to it since Biden's got in mm -hmm. than all the other pandemics combined in the past. Yeah. It's, and um, so – Go ahead, Dave. I heard that uh, I read from pretty reliable sources that so far 600,000 Americans have died from the shot. Wow. That's a I, lot. Yeah. It's, well, six-tenths of a million. Yeah. And, and uh, it's, it's just amazing. And then um, now I got the CDC that's backpedaling, you know, that, oh, we were wrong. You know, well, yeah, you're wrong, but, uh, you know, I would I would keep a tape of Walensky, that's the one that runs it, saying that they were wrong, and I would use that in court, and I would sue the pants off of the CDC so that they could never open up again. Yeah, you, know, you got six hundred thousand families <laughs> that can you know that can uh, join in that lawsuit and basically bankrupt the CDC. You know, so that's something that people should consider, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think they should sue them. I think the CDC and the World Health Organization and um, uh, these different organizations that push these vaccines, even here where I live in L.A. County, the, the local news is still pushing the vaccines. They have commercials about getting the vaccines. Mm -hmm. I mean, the school district where I work, CDC has gotten rid of the restrictions for masks, social distancing, and vaccine requirements. Right. L.A. County's done the same thing. But our school is still making us test. Mm -hmm. They're still te we, we don't have to get vaccinated or social distance, but they're still making us test. It's like COVID, and most people, most 99% of the population around here doesn't wear a mask. Right. And they don't care. They've gone on with their lives. So it tells me that the Democrat Party, the leftists, the One World Order, whoever you want to call them, their main weapon against us is fear. Mm -hmm. The whole pandemic was based on a lie and fear mongering. All the masks we wore, all the social distancing, all the, the plastic shields in the stores absolutely did nothing. Right. Absolutely. I could say that with certainty. You can check the science and call me back because I'm, it's just a bunch of lies. And now they're trying to throw Trump under the bus and blame this whole thing on him. And and at the same time, you still see Biden wearing his mask in public. Yeah. And and pulling it off and coughing, you know. And then shaking somebody's hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then his, his wife, Jill, uh, has been sick two or three times or four times. I, oh, no, she's been – she's had four shots, and she's gotten sick again with COVID. Yeah. And Biden got reinfected. Mm -hmm. And so – and then they say that they're pushing these vaccines, and now they're pushing the monkeypox vaccine. Right. Well, 
98, or I just rounded off at 99% of the population that get monkeypox are homosexual men. Right. And they're spreading it to their families, but it's in the homosexual community. And I feel bad for them. They're getting the brunt of this, and they're being used and decimated by it for for political reasons. Uh-huh. You know, they're, they need to know the Lord, but they're still people, and they have families. Right. And they're just being decimated by this. And the government, Biden administration, is using them as pawns to push more vaccines that, on the general public. Especially right. down here in L.A. County, they're always talking about monkeypox, chickenpox, you know, shingles, um, you know, COVID. I mean, it's – I mean, I it's I, – I just get frustrated because it's like the people, not all of them, but a lot of the people around here are like just in a – okay, we'll get the vaccine, whatever you say. Mm-hmm. Monkeypox, oh, man, okay, we'll get it. Yeah. Uh, COVID's real. They still wear their masks. They still wear their masks in the car by themselves. And it just goes to show you the power of suggestion, mm-hmm. subliminal messages sent by the government all the time. That's right. And let's say there's no – to link Trump to it, you could say you have a case because he was the president when it started. But to blame him for all the deaths in the last 18 to two months to two years is – is wrong right and especially as they're still pushing it but it doesn't matter because with the democrats today in the world this new world order they put a message out there total lie doesn't no facts mm-hmm. but it sticks in their head people's heads and they right. believe because they're too lazy to research and check it to see if it's real because they're living their own lives well um the right wing, uh, the Trump supporters are right wing extremist racists. They're Nazis. Yeah. Um, Biden called us fascists yesterday. I don't know if you saw that. No, that doesn't. He sound said it. Trump. He said Trump supporters are fascists, Nazis, basically. So it's not true. Everybody who's mm-hmm. watching this and listening to this knows that's not true, except maybe a few wackos out there. But most everybody else knows it's not true. But it doesn't matter. The message is out. Right, and people, the people out there that want to believe it, will believe it. Yeah, and 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 the radicals, and so when Tucker was talking about this last night, it just hit me. I was just sitting there, just like finally, finally on the mainstream, somebody's coming out and calling a spade a spade. Right, and the vaccines don't work. There never was a COVID. The masks don't work. Um, social distancing is a joke. Shutting churches down and, and restaurants down is criminal, mm-hmm. and they did it, and now they're back and away from it, and they're throwing it on Republicans, saying it's their fault, and the Republicans are not fighting back. They're not really fighting back, except for a few. Right. They're not taking stand, and I'm thinking, why? You know why? Because they're involved with this. These Republicans, um, yeah. I used to think, I used to think, David. In the Republican Party, there was a few rhinos, like, you know, like the Liz Cheney type that, or, um, you know, I can't remember the other guy's name, but. Oh, yeah, Romney. Romney. But there's more in the party than what they're saying. There's a lot of people in the party that they're in there for their own benefit, not the people. Right. And they are rhinos. They're not coming out and voting against stuff, but they're also not defending anything. Mm -hmm. You know. 
they may vote a certain way and vote the way we want them, but in behind the scenes, they're not pushing anybody to change anything. They're just sitting on their hands. Well, we voted. We did the best yeah. we could. We voted. Yeah, but right. they're not doing anything to change people's minds. Mm-hmm. You know, so this this COVID is was an experiment of the one world order to see if people would comply to these stupid rules that we did. And you know what? Most of us, not all of us, but we complied. Yeah. And now, Dave, they feel emboldened, and now they're going after Trump. Uh, they know that Trump is a threat. Um, it just shift a little bit. You know, they re- gave out the redacted reports about the uh, the raid, which is so redacted you can't. It's just it's just yeah. a joke. The whole page was blacked out. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, Trump's a fighter. But it may damage him enough where he can't run. Yeah. And then that means Ron DeSantis. And I hope any Republican out there, and we're just a small little podcast, but if anybody out there is in politics has got any clout, let Ron DeSantis run. Don't oppose him. Put him in there to run against Biden. He will beat the tar out of him in the poll. He'll he'll win that election so big it'll be huge. That's right. Huge. And so Mm -hmm. just – Put away your own ambitions for politics and let Ron DeSantis run for president if he has to at the right time and right. back him. Because until God takes us out of here, Dave, we still live here. This is still our country. And I, I don't know about you, but I, I, I kind of like living in a free country. Yeah, me too. Of course. You know, I don't, I don't like the thought of 87,000 IRS agents finding things to do because they're bored, mm-hmm. you know. So – um, with well, by the way, they're armed, and you know that they're armed. Yeah. So, but the the and then the damage the shots have caused on people. People should be furious right now. They should, as this comes out, and people are realizing the vaccine actually hurt them. Is remember, Dave, in the beginning, the vaccine was a hundred percent preventative of COVID. It would present it would stop said. COVID a hundred percent. And then it went to 90 and then 80 and then 70 and so on and so forth and down to basically nothing. And so, and these people were told, you don't get vaccinated, you can't fly. You can't work. You can't eat, basically. Yeah. And so a lot of friends that I have here and some family members and others, um, co-workers, have gotten a shot. And um, I know one co-worker who regrets it. You know, mm-hmm. and I feel bad for him. And they were lied to, and now the vaccine's doing its job. Let yeah. me back up. The kill shot is doing its job. Yeah. It's it's taken a while. If you if you have one vaccine, it takes a longer. If you've had two, it's faster. And you know what Tucker said? It's just the percentage of death just goes straight up. Yeah. So, um, I got a feeling. I don't have a feeling. I know. In the next 18 months to say two, two and a half years, a lot of people are going to be passing away. Well, I, you don't, know? I don't know if you know this, uh, Brian, but um, I, I, I get the Pharmacy Times because I used to you know, work in pharmacy. Yeah. And um, I found out yesterday from the Pharmacy Times that they have a new uh, vaccine for <laughs> Omicron. And it just got approved by the FDA for emergency authorization use. So, so now you know they're going to try to push that for Omicron, 
And um, one of the things that always bothered me is that uh, they were saying, oh, yeah, if you got a bad immune system, if you have a weak immune system, you need to take the shot. You need to take it. Well, and then I read that I think it was 94 or 96% of the LGBTQ community got the shots because yeah. they, they were all afraid because most of them have AIDS and their immune systems are shot to begin with. Now, okay, so it's not destroying their immune system because they have none to begin with, right? If they have AIDS, mm-hmm. full-blown AIDS. And, but what it does, it, it goes in there and it's, it's got uh, graphene in it, mm-hmm. uh, the very sharp graphene. And, and they're finding now that if the blood clots are not made from blood, they're made from, uh, they don't have the constitu- or the, um, the chemical makeup of coming from blood. Uh, they don't have much potassium in them. They don't have much magnesium in them. They don't have, um, what is it, uh, hemoglobin, which you should have if it's made out of blood, right? Yeah, right, should. Yeah. And, uh, but it's, it's got uh, aluminum in it. It's got uh, tin. Uh, everything that you could need to make an antenna, which I, th- I find kind of interesting. But, um, yeah, they've analyzed it now. Um, it was on uh, Natural News, of all things. Uh, there's an article on there. And uh, so it's it's not from blood clots. It's from, you know, it's from uh, it, this thing. It seems to be building itself within the body. And like they said today, yeah, you, if you didn't die from a stroke or from a heart attack yet, just wait. Because these things are building up in the system more and more every day, you know? So some people right. might have died, you know, a month ago. Some people might have died six months ago. But uh, more people are going to die in uh, six months from now, a year from now. And, um, you know, that, that article from Daigle.com is, uh, it was kind of alarming because it, it predicted by uh, 2025 that uh, our population in the United States is going to be 100 million. I know. That's that's wow. freaky. That is that's really freaky. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's going to – there's a scripture that talks – well, it says, um, though people fall, basically kick the bucket all around me, you'll protect me. <laughs> you know, I don't exactly know where that is. Um, a thousand die at my right side, ten thousand on my left. That's in Psalms. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's – that's weird. It's almost applicable to it, what's happening today. But um, so we, we're we going to witness a lot of things. There's going to be a lot of heartache. You know, there's going to be a lot of people, you know, a lot of our, our relatives that aren't saved are going to die. And it's that's going to be tragic because we know where they're going and they're not going mm-hmm. where we're going to go. And uh, coworkers, uh, neighbors that we're really close to, you know, it's, it's tragic what's going to happen here in the future. The near future too. Yeah. So they've had it planned for a long, long time, guy. A long, long time. Well, I, I think at this point they're out of they're out of the excuse the wording, but the one world government, whatever you want to call them, is out of the closet. They're right. blatantly on the news talking about it every day now. They Yeah. They mean in California here, uh, they're banning gas cars by twenty thirty five. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. They're whacked over. They're just, they've drank the Kool Aid, Dave, down here. They just. Yeah, everywhere, Brian. It's not just there. Yeah. It's everywhere. And, and you know, if the Lord doesn't come back and we lose 100, 100 no, 250 million people in this country, just 350 roughly. Right. 
Um, that weakens our military. Do you think Chinese are going to sit by? And if we lose two-thirds of our population, they're not going to just wait to debate us or attack us. We're going to be gone. They're going to yeah. take us out because uh-huh. we're going to be in a weakened state. Yeah. You know? And that's only a couple years from now, if that could happen, if it does. Yeah. Exactly. So, and this whole COVID thing was, well, you know, I got to hand it to them. They fooled us. You know? They fooled yeah. us. Yeah. And they, a lot of people went for it. But I tell you right now, a lot of people see what's going on, and they're saying, I'm not getting another shot. People have been, have gotten shots or done getting the shots. Yeah, exactly. You know? Well, this article that I read today, Brian, um, actually, let me, let me source this because it's called Vaccines. Oh, it's from it's from the VaccineDeaths.com. And um, it, um, it talked about, uh, I'm losing, I, I, sorry, there's noise in the background. Yeah. Um, but uh, it talked about, oh, yeah, how, um, how you, when Trump was in office and he was talking about this, the, uh, the liberals didn't want to have anything to do with it. You know, um, politicians and regular lay people. It would not have nothing to do with it because they associated it with Trump. But then the minute that Biden got in office, all of a sudden it's the, the liberals um, went, went for it because the the the, uh, the fascists or the, I should say the socialists, communists, progressives, whatever you want to call them, uh, in the Democratic Party started to endorse, endorse this product, you know. And when they endorsed it, they um, – they were the ones that were, you know, that really pressed forward. You know, like you said, Trump said, "No, you, you don't really don't have to take it if you don't want it. It's going to be there, but you don't have to take it." Mm-hmm. But Biden and, and his crew and everybody else, um, you know, Pelosi and the whole nine yards, uh, you don't take that shot. You know, you're going to, like you said, you're going to lose your job, you're going to lose your friends, and everything else. Well, at that time, actually, when Trump was um, talking about it, a lot of uh, most conservatives are very dubious. They were. Um, they didn't really know, they, and they were erring on the side of caution when it came to the – and really the shot wasn't really around until after Trump got out of office anyway. But um, So they were kind of wary, um, like you and I were and, and all of our mm-hmm. loved ones. And um, a lot of people were that way. But um, like when Biden got in office, um, all of a sudden uh, the liberals, they switched gears, and all of a sudden now they're, they were really happy about taking it. And they took it in droves, man. I, I think out of the, the liberal communities, you know, I think I would say, you know, just knowing about the liberals that I knew that took it, uh, I was I would say upwards of ninety percent of uh, liberals took that shot. Yeah. You know, and you know, I'd say maybe twenty percent of conservatives. But uh, so you know, we knew that even even when we were wary about it, when Trump was promoting it. When the Democrats started promoting it, that was that was the final straw that most of us said, "Well, there's no mm-hmm. way," you know. Right. And, yeah, and, that's uh, true. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, mm-hmm. it, it was a political uh, event too. It wasn't just a, a scientific or a medical event; it was political also. And um, I'll tell you, if 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 you still like the government, if you still trust the government now, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. It really is. It really is. I mean. <laughs> You just didn't drink the Kool-Aid back then. You, you drink it yeah. every day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
I know. It's true. Yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, because there's some younger people out there uh, that listen to this show, and they're going, drinking Kool-Aid, what does that have to do with anything? Um, what we're talking about, folks, is um, back in the uh, late 70s, I think it was late 70s, um, there was this uh, charlatan that was uh, started a church in San Francisco. His name was Jim Jones. And uh, he had all these followers that he hoodwinked, and he moved them all down to uh, a northern country in South America. And uh, when things were getting close, when he was going to start getting investigated, he uh, basically mixed poison in with with Kool-Aid and had them drink it. So when we say, and then most of them died, of course. About a thousand people. Yeah, yeah. So when we say drinking the Kool-Aid, in other words, it's like they taking the cup and drinking it, you know, and knowing that they're going to die. So anyway, uh, if you didn't know that, that's what we're talking about when it comes to that. but um, yeah, I don't know, Brian. It's um, it's getting crazy out there. It really is. It's getting wild. It is. And, and one of the things, um, gosh, there's so much going on. There's you know the Ukraine war. There's China. There's this. But the thing to watch that I've been watching and you've been watching for years that's really heating up is Iran and Israel. The Biden administration is about ready to sign a peace deal, a deal, a nuclear deal, not a peace deal, a nuclear deal with Iran. And you know what Iran has to do for its part in the deal, Dave? What? Okay. First of all, Iran's going to get $100 billion a year for the next 10 years from our government, from us. $100 billion will go to their, to their government, to their rulers. And the, all you know what they have to do to abide by this? What? Nothing. They're 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 terrible. They're they're a terror state. They back Hezbollah and Hamas. When Trump, uh, when it was first, when this thing was first developed in was it twenty fifteen or fourteen, they were supposed to curtail them from doing terrorist attacks. That was one of the agreements. They were right. supposed to back away from centrifuges. They were supposed to back away from technology for ICBMs, long distance rockets. None of that's on the table. Not one of those is on the table. Oh, my goodness. Not one. Yeah. So um, is it Bennett is now the prime minister of Israel? Bennett, is that right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He came out today, and the head of Mossad came out today, the head of Mossad. And Mossad, for you those out there don't know who they are, they're like the secret service for Israel. CIA. The CIA, yeah. They're just, they're just, yeah. They're, They're unbelievable. They're skilled. And... They're feared all over the world. The head of that that program came out and said today that the worst thing that Biden can do is have Iran sign this deal. Mm-hmm. He goes, if they sign this deal, I'm trying to think exact words, but basically paraphrasing, it will be devastating to the Middle East, that this will be literally a fuse lit. Uh-huh. I can't remember the exact words he put because he was trying to he was trying to hold back. But basically, folks, here's what's going to happen. And this is bigger than – this is huge. This is one of the biggest things out there. This is bigger than COVID. It's bigger than our politics. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about nuclear war in the Middle East. Right. That's huge. And so if Iran signs this deal, the United States is going to give them $100 billion a year with no strings attached. Right. No strings attached. And 
that money will go into terrorist groups. It'll go to Hezbollah. It'll go into weapons. It'll go into uh, arming their their terrorist organizations in Syria that attack Israel. It'll go into that. It'll go into making the bomb. And they figure they probably already have the bomb, and they right. probably already have a way to deliver it. They just haven't put the two together. Mm-hmm. But once this deal is signed, this is my just opinion, my humble opinion here, that within the next two months, maybe but by the end of this year, and I could be wrong, I'm about 90% sure, Dave, right. that Israel's going to attack Iran. Mm-hmm. And it's going to go after their bunkers. It's going to go after their bomb-making facilities. They're going to go full-fledged. And the reason I say that, in the last few months, Israel has been drilling and practicing warfare to attack Iran for the last few months. Right. And not just, I mean, a lot. They've been doing it a lot. And they've been, um, oh, let me see, what country is it? Uh, i got to go by my memory. Is it Egypt? I think Egypt gave them permission to fly through their airspace to get to Tehran, to get to the facilities. It might be Jordan. At Jordan. Know. Well, no, Jordan and, and Egypt, too, both. There's, they have those other countries around them that are not um, influenced by Iran are right. afraid of Iran. Saudi Arabia is one of them, too. Yeah. Saudi Arabia. So they, they gave them permission to fly through the airspace to attack them. Uh-huh. So this is heating up. And, and I don't know if you guys know this, but F-35 fighters from Israel's uh, defense forces have already flown into Iran several times, and they didn't even know they were there until they had left and they were gone. Nice. And so they've done that several times the last few weeks. So mm-hmm. why are they doing this? Why are they flying in and they're doing these bombing because they're getting ready to take them out. Because, folks, Israel is, what, 60 miles wide and 80 miles long? I mean, it's very small. About I think the size it's in New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. I think they said it takes an F-16 to fly the width, like, of two minutes to fly across the width of this, the country. Yeah, I believe and, it. And so it's very, very small. And But these Arab countries around them, these Muslim countries, are massive. And Iran wants to destroy Israel. It's said many times they want to push him into the sea, the big Satan, the little Satan, the United States is the big Satan. And so this, I believe that this is about to happen. And if this happens, which is the Psalm 82 war, correct, um, then I think that's going to spark Russia to come down and help them because Iran is allies now with Russia and China right. and Turkey. And so all those nations I just mentioned are in Ezekiel 38 and 39. Mm-hmm. So I really believe this war, this first phase of this war, which would basically be the first phase of Armageddon, the very beginnings, is right. about to happen. And so um, and Israel cannot wait. If Biden pushes this and they sign it and they do this, it pretty much, it's done. That it's, there's no more negotiations with Israel. Mm-hmm. They can't wait until a nuke goes off in Tel Aviv. It's too late. Right. It, it would just take two or three nukes to wipe out Israel, so much so that they couldn't fight back. Right. And so, um, and Israel's got 200 of them, I think. So I think this is going to happen in the next few weeks, maybe by the end of September or before. That's just my opinion. And um, it's just getting crazy out there. It's just, um, and then so you got that, and then you got China. Ready to invade Taiwan. 
I mean, they they have it surrounded, as you know, Dave, with ships and and, and submarines, and um, it's surrounded, and right. we're doing nothing. We're absolutely just doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And so, and you got North Korea, you know, North Korea is firing off its missiles, and and I got a feeling North Korea and Iran and uh, Russia and China are all working together, supporting each other and got each other's back. So, I think if Iran does have nuclear weapons. Even if they hadn't made them, they got them from um, they got them from uh, North Korea. Um, I think they got them from North Korea. Yeah. So, so that's what's going on. And then you got the stupid politics going on here with the Democrats and the Build Back Better and the whole it was an Inflation Reduction Act that was just signed for seven hundred billion dollars. Yeah, that's, that's all a smokescreen to distract what's really going on. Mm-hmm. What's really going on, my humble opinion, is the Lord Yeshua is about to return to get his people and take us home. The right. tribulation is about to start. It's about to start. I say it, I say it with with fear and trembling and with certainty because of all the things that are going on. Mm-hmm. If if Iran, if if Israel attacks Iran, that sets up a, a bunch of events that are going to be pretty much hard to stop. Iran's going to retaliate. All the neighbors around Iran are going to retaliate against her. Um, Lebanon, which is Hezbollah, I think, Syria, and probably Jordan, even though Jordan is peace with Israel. It, it, it'll, it'll do it. Right. You know, the different ones. And then what will happen is, my opinion, it's not my opinion, it's in the Bible, God or Israel, through God, is going to decimate Iran and those out and those neighbors. He's just, they're just going to, he's just going to wipe them, wipe the floor with them. And Russia's going to see, like, wow, this is our time to come down, to take the oil fields of the Middle East, to take Israel, to take spoil, and we'll come down with a hook in the jaw. This is our time. we got to go down. We need to, because they're allies. So. Right. There's allies with these countries. They have to, have to come down, mm-hmm. and I think that will be the. I think that's the hook in the jaw is this war with right. Iran. It's the hook that pulls them in. And Dave, this is all about to happen. This isn't. This is so close to the end. It's crazy. And right. and uh, one thing I'll finish with this. Uh, uh, Jared Kushner, who I never really heard much about him. He was always behind the scenes in the Trump administration. You know, it was real quiet. He uh-huh. negotiated the Abrahamic Accords for peace with Israel. Right. And he wrote a book, and he's been all over television and radio talking about it. It was really interesting how he did it. All the other administrations would go to these countries and basically tell them, this is what we need to do to bring peace. You need uh-huh. to do this, you do that, we'll give you money, we'll do that. He went there, and he, he said for like a year, maybe two years, he just sat down and asked them what they wanted. He just he just sat down. And he didn't tell them what they what, this is how you got to do it. He just uh-huh. said, "What do you guys want out of this peace deal?" And right. uh, not all of them, but a majority of these countries, and it's not, it's more than just a couple. A majority of these countries said, paraphrasing behind the scenes, don't out there say quote me, but basically these countries are afraid of Iran. Because right. Iran's getting a nuclear weapon, and they don't have them. Mm-hmm. So they're afraid of Iran or Iran right. or Persia. Persia. Uh-huh. Persia. And so 
what they were saying to Kushner in a nutshell, we want protection. We want money to buy weapons. We want you to do this, this, and this. And we will go along with this peace accord because basically they want peace with Israel. They don't want to fight anymore. They right. want – it's all about economy and money and growing and military. And so when um, what happened was when Trump moved the embassy from uh, Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, he was told there's going to be a huge infada and this huge war. It's, it was a lie because these countries said – Trump said to these countries – we're going to move the embassy, and we want your word. If we help you with these things in the Abraham Accord, you will not in, entice anybody to fight or or start a fight with Israel. And they said they won't, and they didn't. They didn't start a fight with Israel. So right. Trump, Trump basically, you want our help? You want this? Leave us alone. Let us bring the Jerusalem, the capital of Jerusalem, and the and the embassy to Jerusalem. Right. Peacefully, and we'll help you. And they did. Uh-huh. And the Abrahamic Accords, even though Biden's in there, you probably know this, Dave. Biden is still using the Abrahamic Accords. He's still going to go with them. Mm-hmm. He's, so the Abrahamic Accords are not off the table. It's the only thing left in the Trump administration that Biden is 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 going to use. Right. And, and Jerry Kushner basically said, I just talked to these people and found out what they wanted and what they needed. And they want a lot of them want money and power, but a lot of them want peace. Right. They don't want to right. be in conflict. Mm-hmm. And so, but so when this war starts with Iran, a lot of these countries are going to hold back and let Iran take the brunt mm-hmm. because they don't like her. They don't like they don't like the government. They don't, it's not the people, but. Right. Uh, Iran is the number one sponsor of terror in the United in the world, actually, it's the United States, but in the world. Yeah, that's right. And these countries are in fear of her, mm-hmm. of this, of Iran, and uh, for good reason. And if they get this weapon, it's not just Israel that uh, is defending themselves. Israel is defending the whole Middle East from these radical terrorists. Mm-hmm. You basically, the Ayatollahs are terrorists, and you're giving them a nuclear weapon. That if it goes off in a city the size of L.A., it would vaporize everything to the ocean into the mountains. Right. One bomb would vaporize 10 million people. You know, and if it didn't vaporize them, they would die of the blast, concussion, and of uh, radiation poisoning within a few days. Well, just one bomb. Yeah. So it won't take very many to devastate Israel. And Israel, um, just when you get off, you have time. Really look into these news clips about what's going on in Israel. It's really heating up, but we're all concerned about our elections, which right. we should. But mm-hmm. folks, we're about to hear the trumpet. The trumpet's about the blast. The shofar's about the blast. There's not exactly. much time left. In my opinion. Yeah, looking not forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready to get here. Yeah, I got a, I, I emailed the Lord about a week ago, and I haven't heard back why it's taken him so long. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, hashtags. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, you know, I was I was thinking, you know, um, Israel could um, – it's it's no secret that Israel has the, the neutron bomb. Yeah. Okay. The United States was afraid to build it, but Israel did. And um, – it's kind of neat. If you go to Zechariah 14, or Zechariah 14, excuse me, 
um, it uh, it talks about a battle where um, let's see uh, let's see I got okay I'm going to read this real quick okay but I'm going to jump to the um, to the New King James version so that I don't have to read all the these and nows and, and everything else so okay here we go hello okay. Behold, the day of the Lord is coming, and your spoil will be divided in your midst. For I will gather all nations to battle against Jerusalem, for the city shall be taken, the houses rifled, and the women ravished. Half of the city shall go into captivity, but the remnant of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then the Lord will go forth and fight against those nations as he fights in the day of battle. And in that day his feet shall stand on the Mount of Olives, which faces Jerusalem. This is going to be the end times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I want you to see the plague, okay, that that, that hits the, uh, all the nations. Now, this could be that the Lord does this, okay? Yes. Yeah. You know, we've, we've seen other things happen, but, um, you know, after reading what I just read up there, I realized that it's, it's, the, um, it's the final battle, you know, because if the Lord's coming back to stand on the Mount of Olives, that's, that's supposed to happen. But this also happens, this, what I'm going to read next, also happens with the, the neutron bomb, okay? And this is a plague which the Lord will strike on all the people that fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall dissolve where they stand on their feet. Their eyes will dissolve in their sockets, and their tongues shall dissolve in their mouths. Um, anyway, so that's it. that exactly describes what happens. Because the neutron bomb just kills with intense radiation, um, and then it goes away. Okay, it's... it's, it's um, it's neutron radiation. It's not um, electron radiation. Uh, how it works, I have no idea. But um, And I'm sure somebody will write to me and tell me because our audience is really mm-hmm. good at that. But um, so it, 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 it stands to reason that um, – let me get back here. Okay. It stands to reason that Israel could attack Iran and, and just destroy the – like if they attack Tehran where the mullahs are. You know, they, they could just take out all the mullahs real easy, you know. Mm-hmm. But I do agree because in, in uh, with Hubik, with everything just about, or I would say 99.999999% of everything. And um, <laughs> I, think it was, I can't say 100% because nobody agrees 100%. No, everybody no. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's, it talks about in Ezekiel uh, 38, 39 that, God is going to put a hook in the mouth of uh, Gog and Magog, and we know that that uh, Gog is the uh, is Russia, okay? Because they're in the, the extreme north, the far the far reaches of the north. The scripture says, and um, so that hook could very well be um, an Israeli attack on Tehran or Iran, um, because when you have a treaty with somebody, and a lot of people don't know this, but you you agree, uh, and I'll, I'll use World War II as an example. Russia, and excuse me, um, Germany and, and um, Italy and Japan had a tripartite, means three-party agreement. It was a treaty. So what happened was when Japan attacked the United States and the United States declared war on Japan, the very next day the Germans declared war on the United States because they had to. They were all they all agreed to protect one another. Right. Okay. And that's what a treaty is. So if, if the Russians do have a treaty with, with Iran, um, and, and you said Turkey, 
that means Turkey has a treaty with Iran too. Mm -hmm. And so if Israel attacks uh, Iran, then it technically has attacked Russia and and Turkey and anybody else that has signed on to that agreement. Mm -hmm. And uh, I found it interesting too that um, you mentioned that um, Jordan and um, Saudi Arabia have given their permission for Israel to fly over. Saudi Arabia is deathly afraid of Iran. Mm-hmm. You know, because Iran, um, was it Iran that attacked um, Iraq? And um, when it was doing so, it was lobbing missiles over into Saudi Arabia too. Because they don't, you got to understand that there's um, there's Shiites and there's Sunni Muslims. The Sunni ones were always kind of known for peace, and the Shiites were always uh, the rebels. The one, and it has to do with uh, uh, when when Abraham, not Abraham, forgive me, Lord. <laughs> When uh, Muhammad died, Muhammad. <laughs> he, he had two relatives, and both of them thought that they should ascend to his place. And one of them did, and the other one didn't. And there's been a, a running feud against those two families uh, ever since Muhammad died. And, and that's where you get the Sunnis and the Shiites. And, mm-hmm. and so they've been fighting each other for millennia. And, um, and because of that, you know, it carries over to today. So Iraqis, the Iraqis were um, were Sunnis, and the um, Iranians are Shiites. Um, <laughs> you can go with that, whatever way you want. To. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> but uh, so anyway, um, so that's where that's where we have the, the split, and why there's so much animosity over in the Middle East. Um, so Hezbollah and uh, Islamic Jihad are all Shiites, and I think. Well, the Palestinians, I don't know what they are. I know they're not Arabs. The Palestinians are basically Egyptians and, and other people from other countries. Uh, they never were Arabs. Um, so anyway, it's, 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 interesting. it's going to be interesting to watch. It's going to be scary to watch, actually. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, because we have a vested interest in Israel, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, you know, we love our Lord. and He's uh, the king of Israel, but we also have people over there. And um, hopefully they're not there anymore when this all comes down. But um, what, what part the United States is going to play it? And I don't know. I don't. If Biden's in office, nothing. You know, we'll just sit back and watch it happen, I guess. But uh, I don't know. It's 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 an interesting time, and it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next year or two or three. Uh, and like you said, if we lose uh, two hundred, was it two hundred and fifty million people? Yeah, our army's going to be decimated because Biden mm-hmm. forced them all to take the shot. Yeah. So the army's all going to die off. Uh, half the politicians are going to die off. And um, if they took it, okay. I got a sneaking suspicion a lot of the politicians said they did, but they didn't. Yeah. Okay, I can't prove that, but I think they knew the dangers of it, and that's why they didn't take it. Um, so it's... Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to watch. And uh, China is another uh, focus that, you know, you and I have concentrated on quite a bit. And uh, they're having a lot of problems over there. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're yeah. On, their economy is crashing, basically. Um, they can they can afford to lose 250 million people and still have a strong army. So, you know, that's that's mm-hmm. not a concern for them. <laughs> but... Um, so it's it's they're going to be uh, I think by 2025 they're going to be the major economic power in the world. Yeah, that's uh, right. 
And, uh, you know, this, this country is, uh, is circling the toilet bowl real quick. And uh, it's, it's a shame, too, because it could all change. You know, it could change really quick because all people had to do is repent and turn to the Lord and, and confess, and he would hear from heaven to heal our land. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a yeah, shame. It I'm not doing that. People are getting saved, but it doesn't sound like that's happening. No, uh-uh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's a sad thing. It really is. So Yeah, I um I read, was it yesterday, that China's in the middle of a drought. A lot of their countries in the middle of a drought. Mm-hmm. And the little research that, and we talk about this, China's farmlands, um, its food industry is struggling right now to feed their population mm-hmm. because of the droughts and also because they don't have the environmental protection that we have here, supposedly. Right. You know, like all this greenhouse gases and save the planet, they need to go after China. Right. It's a fact that in L.A. County, in the Valley of L.A., the L.A. city, the majority of the year, not every day, but the majority of the year, the air is cleaner now than it was in the 70s. Right. It's cleaner. The water's cleaner, the ocean's cleaner, and the air's cleaner than it was during the 70s. There are right. days when it's really bad here, but then the you know ocean come, breeze comes in, cleans it out. But the right. majority of the air here is better for us now than it was in the 70s. So that's good because we've put things in place. Some of the environmental things we have done have been good. Right. But China doesn't do that. They spill raw sewage into their water. They, the chemicals, these plants that do these chemicals for fertilizer, and they come from China. They just let their waste go out into the fields next to their plants, go into the groundwater. So China um, is basically caused its own problems. And one of the reasons I think that they want to take Taiwan, they basically they want the United States. They don't want Taiwan. Right. They want farmland. They want to be able to feed their people. They don't care if L.A. gets nuked and is vaporized and they can't live in it for a thousand years. They want Ohio. They want the Midwest. They want this, the farmland where they can grow food and they can take the, the mass of, 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 of the United States and eventually take it all over, but they need the food. They, they've, they've been poor managers of their forests and of their farmlands, and now they're paying the price. And when you get an army or nation is 1.4 billion, I think, and they bragged, they bragged decades ago that they can muster 200 million man army. That yeah. came out and said that, which is in scripture, but they actually mm-hmm. said it. They even joked about it that yeah, if we lose three or 400 million, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. That country that said that is being backed into a corner economically and militarily. They they have to save face with Taiwan. They can't just back down now. They can't feed their people. Um, the the leaders of China are evil. The leaders of Iran are evil. But the poor people that live in those countries are not, and right. they're suffering from their bad decisions. But the Lord's about to return to fix this whole planet. So, um, really soon, really, really soon. So, but there's so much going on um, every day prophetically uh, for Bible prophecy. It's hard to keep up anymore, even with all the internet stuff we have. But Dave, did you see? You did see that picture, of that UFO? Yeah, uh, I did. Would, would you think? Would you think? Well, I thought it was quite interesting. I've never seen a UFO that looked like that before. 
Yeah. So, but it didn't look like something that a military on Earth would make. You know, it looked like yeah. something that um, that a fallen angel would manufacture and come into our reality with. You know, it does. Yeah, it's uh, it looked like a uh, like a sunflower actually. That's it what did. I thought about. Yeah. It did so, look yeah. like a sunflower. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know, size wise, the guy said, "Well, I don't know how big it is," and uh, I noticed that that it was taken with a telephoto lens. That picture. And anything that's taken with a telephoto lens, it'll take something that's close and bring it closer and something that's miles and miles and miles away and make it look like it's right behind the planes, you know. So that thing could have been gigantic up in the air mm -hmm. um, or it could have been, you know, fairly small. I don't know. But uh, it was very interesting looking. It, the first thing, I thought it was a turtle when I first saw it. I know. Yeah. What was remarkable to me, Dave, is how clear the picture was. You see – Pictures of UFOs are kind of fuzzy and are lights and this, right. but you can see every detail. And for the audience that doesn't know what we're talking about, on a pod, a web, on YouTube, uh, Mr. MBB333, Mr. MBB333 website on YouTube, showed that video. I think it's today. You can go there and look it up. He needs to get the credit for it because we got it from him. Right. But it was a Blue Angels show, right? Blue Angels? Yeah, it was uh, north of uh, uh, Chicago. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and somebody took a picture of the Blue Angels practicing, and behind this, the planes in the sky was this UFO, folks. You should check mm -hmm. it out. It's one of the clearest pictures I've seen of a UFO before uh, that's right. actually out there that seems legit, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, but that's going to be the big lie, that UFOs came and swept us away and beamed us up, you know? Right, right. So, and then I guess, oh, go ahead. I was going to say the uh, the New World Order, the New Age, sorry, I always get those two mixed up. They, they're kind of related, but they're not. Yeah. Um, but um, the New Age um, has a rapture plan all, all their own. <laughs> um, and it's, it was wrapped up in a book called Project World Evacuation. I mean, and yeah. It was written back in the 80s, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And it's funny because this is it says will happen by the year 2000. <laughs> well, 22 wow. years later, it's 22 you know, years later. Okay. Yeah, so you know it's 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 typical, but um, so yeah, sure. They they said that um, or they claim and wrongly so that um, some of the new agers will be will be whisked out of this world to, so they don't have to face a cataclysm that's coming against this world. Actually, it almost sounded like there was going to be two or three uh, events that were going to happen to wish them away. And um, somebody asked them, what about the Christians then? You know, uh, and they said that the Christians will be taken away to a place for a short period of time. And and that's basically that what they said. I don't remember if there's anything else to it. but And I'm like, yeah, well, for maybe seven years, <laughs> then we're going to come. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're coming back with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Yeah, you know? we're coming back big time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that they, it's funny because when you mention the rapture, or do you believe in the rapture? If a person says yes, you know, I'd like to make sure that they believe in uh, the, the birth of Yeshua, that he came to yeah. God in the flesh. Because the New Age has a lot of parallels with Christianity, and they're all esoteric and they're all false and everything else. But. Um, they, they believe in a, a kind of a being a born again. Uh, it's, it's a lot different than what we believe, but 
but they use that terminology. They use the term born again. They use the term rapture. They use a lot of our terminology. So it's very important when we talk about those things or as somebody else does, uh, we make sure. Now, it's funny because we were watching something the other day and we thought it would be a Christian program. And it turned out it was uh, Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was bizarre because it started out. And then all of a sudden they mentioned a couple of words, you know, and, and we're like, oh, okay. So we turned it off, of course. But, um, yeah, so it was it was interesting that uh, you know, they purported themselves to be Christians. And Jehovah's Witnesses are not Christians. They're, they're far from it. And uh, anyway, so we got to be careful in this day and age, uh, even now more than ever, when we hear people talk, what are they talking about? What did they actually mean? Uh, it's funny because I, um, I don't like using the term God anymore because everybody's got a God, you know, mm-hmm. especially with the United States now, we've become that melting pot. And even so, more so than when our, our grandparents came over. They, at least when they came over, they're either Catholic or Protestant. But now everybody's everything. And so you could sneeze somewhere and somebody would say, God, five people say, God bless you. Well, yeah, that's nice, but who's your God? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to be blessed by Vishnu, and I don't want to be blessed by uh, whatever God that you serve. It's not the Lord. And um, so I, I, myself, I've been trying to use the his name that he gave us in Exodus. Uh, Yahweh um, and and Yeshua, of course, use that name, and um, so uh, so I, I'm really careful now, I, and I, I try to use those names more and more often, and people kind of look at me, and and then I get to tell them why, and oh yeah, you're one of those people that believes in the sacred names, blah blah blah, and I'm like, no, I just get tired of calling God by a generic name, you know. And um, so anyway, yeah, that's another thing that we need to do, too, is because uh, you could say, I believe in God, and a Muslim next to you can say, I do, too. And, you know, no, I'm sorry, but you believe in a different God. But if you say, I believe in Yahweh, there's no way that the Muslim will say, yeah, I believe that. I believe in him, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And with the whole, um, this this new church that they're starting, trying to start up called Chrislam, you know. Yeah. Christ- were, you know, they're trying to bring Christians and Muslims together. That's freaking dangerous. Pardon my French. Um, so we have to watch out for that, too. So there's so many things we've got to be careful of. Well, now that you know, we used to just be able to walk down the driveway with no problem. Now we've got to look down to see if there's holes and there's bumps and everything else uh, so that we don't trip and fall. And the same thing when we're, um, when we're walking and talking and stuff like that. So I've said enough anyway. You, you uh, sparked a couple of brain cells when you were talking. Um, they, they lit off. Um, when Moses left Egypt, and he fled Pharaoh because he, you know, killed he killed the Egyptian, mm-hmm. and he was on the mountain in the burning bush, and everybody, you know, knows the Ten Commandments in the movie and all that. Right. And Moses has this discussion with the Lord, which by itself is amazing that he was had a just actual conversation back and forth. Think about that. Right. But what he said was, who do I say sent me? Because Moses came out of Egypt with there were many, many gods. Right. And then the Lord says, say, I am sent you. Right. And I love that. I just love that passage because God, he, he could have picked any other name for himself. And there's many names for our Lord. Right. But he picked I am. I, I am. It's like I am the creator. 
I am the beginning. I am the end. I am the alpha. I am the omega. It's mm-hmm. like that word encompasses so much in the Greek and Hebrew, especially. Yeah, that's right. That when he said that to Moses, he said it, in my opinion, he said for a reason, because God knows how Israel, God knew if that if I don't use this name and I use a different name and he goes back to the people, in, he's not going to have any credibility and they're going to think, well, what God is that? Because right. you've got to remember, Israel was in the land of Egypt for over 400 years and pagan worship was all around them and they probably did some of that themselves. So there were many gods even to Israelites back then uh-huh. because they were, they were absorbed in. So I believe when Moses went back and, and he went to the leaders and said, well, who sent you? I am sent you. I think that sent shivers down their spine because there are hundreds of, hundreds of gods in Egypt, hundreds. And when uh-huh. he said, I am, I think they got goosebumps all the way up their arms and down their back. And they were like, OMG, it's right. our God. It's the God that we thought abandoned us. It's the God that we thought didn't love us anymore. He's coming back to take us and deliver us. And I think uh-huh. that's why God chose that one particular definition of himself because the Israelites knew what it meant Mm -hmm. and it it struck a nerve with them and um, and it encouraged them you know so they knew oh that's our God that's the Israeli God these other gods are fake and false and so Moses asked that Moses asked it for a reason why would that pop into his head to ask well who are you right this bush is on fire and a voice is speaking from the bush and you go, mm-hmm. who are you? Like, well, what do you want? Like, some guy walking up behind you? Well, no, it's a bush oh. on fire. It's not consumed, and a voice is coming out of it. It's right. like, right. like Moses had the guts to ask him, because Moses came out of Egypt. He was raised in Egypt. That's what right. God are you? What God are mm-hmm. you? I need to yeah. know which one you are. Yeah, that's right. right. And, and so when he said that, he knew exactly who he was, because his is. spirit inside him. Is he just knew? You just know that you know Moses. Right. That's why Moses probably just fell on his face at that point. He already had his sandals off. Take off your sandals you're on holy ground. Mm-hmm. So and that's why um, the the New Age tries to copy all the things that God does. The Antichrist, Antichrist, like Christ. You know, he's going to call down fire. He's going to do these miracles and these things to bring credibility. But he's fake right and the name of the antichrist um there's many names for antichrist lucifer satan Mm -hmm. uh, dana carvey satan um yeah remember dana carvey anyway Uh Um, satan lucifer the devil the prince of evil the prince of the the liar you know the father of lies Uh um so that when Moses is up there and he asked that name and God told him, it encouraged Moses, it strengthened him. And when I, I believe when he told the leaders of Israel, it, it, they had doubts. I would. Some mm-hmm. guy comes out of the wilderness and says, I'm going to deliver you. Right. And then he speaks that name. They probably gave him goosebumps because they knew who it was. Who, yeah. They knew who was sending Moses. Uh-huh. And that's like right now. We're living without a doubt most anybody out there would say we're living in the last days, right? Right. But what part of the last days are we in? Are we in the, the second half of the last days, the beginning of the last days? 
Well, the last days were since Yeshua. Right. It started with Yeshua, raising mm-hmm. from the dead, his ministry. That's when the last days started. So when is the time of the Lord his return? Because they asked Jesus that in Matthew 24 and 25, and he talked about the temple and wars, rumors of wars. And he goes on to say that the generation to see certain events happening will not pass away before my return. Right. One of the events I, he talked about was the rebirth of Israel in 1948. Right. We talked about, about this before. Mm-hmm. So, folks, uh, that's been, I don't know, help me with the math, 74 years ago? About, yeah. uh-huh. So, how long is a generation? We talked about this a few weeks ago on the, one of the right. last shows I did with you. Uh-huh. We don't know. It could be 40 years. They were in the wilderness. It could be 80 years. It could be 100 years. I don't think it's more than 100 years. I don't think so uh, either. No. So, we're, I mean, okay, so let's say it's just be very conservative. That means there's 26 years left. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I I believe in pre-trib. Dave, Dave knows this. Right. So take seven years off of 26 years or 26. That's, what is that, 19? 19? Right. Yeah. So that would give us 19 years left. That's nothing. Mm-hmm. That's nothing. 19 years is a speck. It's a blink in time. Exactly. You have a, a newborn baby right now, and 18 years will be graduating. One more year, they're 19. Right. That go, and everybody who's listening and watching knows how fast life goes, and it's going faster and faster. That's right. I think it's way sooner than that. And the reason I think it's way sooner than that is by the events that we talked about tonight. Folks, things are not going to get better. They're going to get worse. Right. I'm sorry I'm the bearer of bad news, but I see what the Bible says is happening. It's happening. It's accelerating. God's accelerating it himself because he wants to bring us home to him. He wants to bring Yeshua back to set up his kingdom and to end this madness and right. do the thousand-year reign of Christ and then a new, the new beginning of, of the millenniums, of the forever. You know, right. so... Um, we're at the very cusp in the beginning of that. Uh-huh. Um, and so there's a lot of people out there, Dave, that are discouraged tonight, you know? Right. Money, bills, gas, work, family, world events, Trump stuff, what's going on with Trump. I don't care what the Democrats do. I don't care what Biden does. They cannot fight God. It's true. God's going to do what he's going to do. Uh-huh. And it says in Psalms, I think it's chapter 3, verse 1 or 2, something like that, says, God sits in the heaven and laughs and mocks them. Right. And they perish in his way. Mm-hmm. And and God says, I will set up my king on Mount Zion, and he will rule with a rod of iron. That's Jesus. That's Yeshua. Uh-huh. So God's in heaven thinking, Biden? Who's Biden? He's probably going, come on, man. I'm yeah. going to wipe out the whole world. And I'm putting my king in the place of all these other rulers. Right. And this king will rule righteously, justly, and fairly mm-hmm. and be a shepherd to his people. Amen. And, folks, that is about to happen. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what. No one knows the day of the rapture. I, Dave knows I have a different view on what I think it is. But putting that aside, the events of the tribulation are all setting up. All the players are in place every day in the news, and it's just going to take a little spark to set it in motion. Right. So if the tribulation's about to start, how close are we? 
right. if you believe you're going through the tribulation, then the tribulation is about to start, and then you have seven years. If you believe mm -hmm. in the middle, then you have three and a half years. What's right. three and a half years? What's seven? That's yeah. a car loan. You go out and buy a car, and it takes seven years to pay it off. That's a car loan. That's right. That's not. That's it was at eighty-four months. That's nothing. Uh -huh. We've only got eighty-four months left. Yep. Yeah. However you believe, a month or eighty-four months, but not mm -hmm. much time. We're at the end of civilization as we know it. Yeah, it is falling apart. Yeah, yeah. I because man is just self-destructing all around us, and when when the church is taken away and out of the place and it's gone, it's going to get cray cray on the earth. It's going to. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Because there's nothing holding it back. Mm -hmm. You know, you brought up Exodus before, Brian, the I am. Yeah. In Hebrew, it's Eah, And it's, it's, I don't know what the part of speech it is, but it's an imperfect, um, uh, I can't remember. It's uh, Anyway, it's because it, it can mean so many things. It can mean I am that I am. It can mean I am what I will be. I am what I was. I will be what I am now. It's 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 amazing the different uh, different parallels you can draw from it. And then uh, <clears throat> if you go down uh, what, one two three verses, and um, and God spake to Moses and said unto him, and, and when you see the word Lord printing and printed in four letters, it's it's Yahweh or Yodeh Vavhe. So, uh, and God spoke unto Moses and said unto him, I am Yahweh. Okay. And um, in, in the next verse, we're, we're for saying to the children of Israel, I am Yahweh, and I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. And it goes on and on and on. And next verse, uh, in the middle of the verse, and ye shall know that I am Yahweh, your God. So it's it's almost like it's Yahweh is saying that Yahweh is saying I I am what I was I was what I will be the whole nine yards you know it's um, it's really amazing it's it's and you can think about it and there's got to be about fifty or sixty different ways that you can put those words and the time differentials together you know it's mm -hmm. it's amazing so you know when you serve Yahweh you're serving a God that is is always the same and even in, in um, in the New Testament, it's uh, Paul talks about uh, Yeshua, and he says Yeshua, uh, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Okay, so it just goes to show you that Yeshua was the I Am, you mm -hmm. know, in, in Exodus, and in many other parts of Scripture too, where he made himself known and shown himself too, you know. So that's the kind of God that we serve, and and throw into the mix that he. He created the universe. He placed all the atoms, all the elements. He created all the elements that are in the elemental table, and some they probably don't even know about yet. But, um, <clears throat> you know, the mountains, the hills, the stars, you know, it always cracked me up. Oh, the universe is, is expanding. And I'm going, well, to expand, there has to be something outside for it to expand into, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> so, right. what is it expanding into? They never tell you that. No. You know, but the universe is expanding. It's just science and their ignorance a lot of times prove that they're ignorant and prove that God is supreme. It's yeah. just amazing watching them. Um, I was just looking at the time, Brian. Do you want to keep going or? No, I'm, I'm, whenever you, I'm done whenever you are, Dave. It's 7.30.
I'm I'm pretty tired. It's been a long week. Yeah, I, I am too, and I got to get everything up and running here. So yeah. Um. Okay. So, well, thank you, Brian. It's really been nice having you here again. Yeah. <laughs> and I look Thanks forward for to those me. days. Yeah. Those days will return. That's neat. Yeah. So, folks, I'm sure you, you enjoyed having Brian here too. So many of you love him, and you know, always when you write, you you know, where's Brian? How's Brian doing? So that's pretty cool. Um. Thanks, guys. I miss you too. Yeah. I do. I miss them. I miss the people. Oh, I do. I know. And they miss you too, dearly. And um, so, you know, let's see. What is this, Saturday? Yeah, I'll probably do. I tried to do a show the other night. It didn't work out, so I'm going to have to do it tomorrow, I guess. I don't know. Um, So that I'm not promising anything, but I'll do that. So anyway, uh, folks, just bless you. and, um, And remember to turn the Yahweh when things are just, or Yahweh Yeshua, when things are seem like they're impossible and they'll never be able to get through them, they'll get you through. So, okay, guys. Um, God bless. I'm going to go ahead and end this. Um, so, bye, folks. See you in a day or two. Yeah.